Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Live. Welcome to the game. I'm Russ Cohen. We've got Nico Riesgo and Michael Jella. How are you guys doing? Russ Cohen, my man. All right. Well, it's a big time of the year. Obviously, the uh, the trading deadline, and so let's. I guess we'll talk about the LA Dodgers. I'll, I'll tell you the LA Dodgers, and we'll just sort of go around the horn. We'll go to Nico first, and Mike on each of these guys, but the L.A. Dodgers seem to me like they're this year's Florida Marlins where they're just adding an extreme amount of talent. Kershaw should be back from everything I hear. So, Nico, is there way any way that the Dodgers could lose this year? I don't see anybody in the National League beating them. Um, yeah. Possibly somebody in the World Series, possibly Houston, uh, but – I don't know. It's almost like they're in a league of their own. It's like the Dodgers and then everybody else is like triple A. I mean, it's getting like that. Mike, what do you think? Well, the Dodgers have defied logic over the last few years where I thought that they were the best team in the National League and they di- and they didn't win. Um, we know Kershaw's struggles in the, in the postseason. And right now, I think he's been out like three weeks with this yeah, uh, injury, and it was like a four- to six-week injury, so you always have to be worried about him being not at 100%. But, you know, they made the right moves. They added to their bullpen. They added a, somebody to their starting rotation. I mean, they on paper, they looked invincible, but as we know, the game's not played on paper. Right. Now, you, Darvish, is, you know, a guy that started off strong first three years. Last couple of years haven't been great hasn't even pitched 150 innings, but you still got to believe in a short stint he'll be really good. But it just, I'll tell you, Nico, I get the feeling, though, for this trading deadline, and and the other day someone asked me the question, hey, how come there's 18 teams that are under 500? Well, now there's going to be more. There's just more have-nots in baseball this year than any other year, it seems. Yeah, it seems like there's more um, parity. And uh, it seems like anybody can beat anybody on any given day. I mean, it's 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 really wild, and I guess that's what the game strives for. When you just just take a look at the American League East, I mean, just about anybody's in that race right there, and yeah. uh, it goes around across the board too. The Central, yeah, but what about the teams? What, what I'm saying is, yeah, you could beat anybody every given night, but there's going to be like 20 teams that are going to probably be under 500 for the season. That's awful. That is awful. Because everybody's beating everybody. It's like there's nobody standing out except for the Dodgers, and then everybody else is. Well, the uh, Astros, the Astros, and the Astros, Astros. yeah. yeah. Uh, and everybody else is like 500. I mean, uh, it's really like I said, it's it's hard to play the game, and it, it, it's proof that uh, that like I said, you've got to be either elite or you're just going to be kind of like um, 500. All right, Mike, so the Yankees finally get Sonny Gray. 
you would have thought that they just bought, I mean, traded for Catfish Hunter all over again. Um, but he's still a pretty good pitcher. What's your take? Well, I, you know, I, I think if he can stay healthy, and that's always been a question with Sonny Gray, this is a pretty good deal, not only because he's good right now, but he's making like around $3.5 million, and he's under control for another two years. And as, we, as we've known for, the, you know, for all this season, the Yankees were more than concerned about adding money this year because they want to get under the luxury tax so they can go out and spend money not next year, but the year after when guys like Machado and Harper are free agents and then they'll still be the evil empire as they've been in the past. But he's a controllable pitcher. He's, in the, I believe, in the top five in ERA in the American League. Um, he's pitched well the last couple months. And, you know, he's not coming in there to be the savior. I mean, he's just coming in to be the, you know, part of the rotation, extend things a little bit. Guys like Montgomery are on innings limits, and I believe Severino is also. So they might go to a six-man rotation. So and and they gave up three prospects. And you know, I know Mateo is a very good prospect at the shortstop, but he's sort of blocked by you know Glaber Torres and. Uh, mm-hmm. Gregorius and the other two players, uh, Fowler and Caprillion, one had Tommy John and the other one blew out his knee in his first game. So it, it's going to be a while before they're going to be able to get back on the field. So I think this is a, a big win for the Yankees, but it doesn't guarantee them anything. No. Now, Nico, interesting thing is, you know, Brian Cashman was playing up the aspect. He hated to give up the prospects. And you know me, in, in other sports, I'm a big prospect guy. For, but for baseball, it really is a humongous crapshoot when you're when you're talking prospects. And so I don't know if Billy Bean's going to really love this trade down the road, even if he and he may not be the GM for much longer cuz he's kind of getting tired of having to trade for prospects all the time and not being able to hold on to talent. I think if we've learned one thing is in Major League Baseball stocking stockpiling prospects is all well and good, but you have to be able to trade for known talent at some point, because you're not going to be able to produce enough players to field an, a major league squad on your own. You just can't. Yeah, I mean, the money ball is dead, basically. Yeah. Oakland has proved it. They came on with, you know, it was a fad, and uh, it was great to have all these low-cost players who could really play, but now look at them. I mean, they're basically in the bottom. Well, there's 22 games out now, and uh, Sonny Gray was their ace, and um for them to just give him up in, in his salary, to, to me, that doesn't make any sense. The Oakland basically has given away competing for the next three or four years. I don't know what they're thinking to give him away. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I mean, even even the Texas Rangers giving up Darvis is kind of huge. Like it's almost like, yeah, we know we used to be good. Now we're not as good anymore. I mean, well, maybe one of the only teams. In this deadline, Mike, you know, the Mets giving up Addison Reed has hope for next year because they have young pitching and, and they're bringing up some prospects now. Amad Rosario is finally getting to come up, and Dominic Smith, they claim, will come up soon, even though he's destroying the baseball down below. But for most of these teams, they're almost like, this is like, yeah, this isn't like better luck next year. This is just like, yeah, we're just going to get out from under. Well, first, you know, what Nico said about Moneyball being dead. Well, Moneyball's dead when your general manager makes two ridiculous trades, trades Cespedes, really doesn't get a ton for him. No. 
and then and then trades uh, Josh Donaldson for you know Brett Lowry, who at 27 yeah. years old, nobody will give him a job in Major League Baseball, which still stuns me. Um, you know, Darvish could be the Araldis Chapman of this year in the sense that he's going someplace as a rental. Yeah. He may go back to Texas, so they're getting prospects for a guy that they're okay. loaning out for a couple months. So I think that's you know that's beneficial to them. So I, I mean, yeah, it's it's it, it's a it can be a little bit confusing, but I, I think that like for teams like Texas, for teams like Oakland, I mean, yeah, maybe Billy Bean's running out of uh, running out of patience and time. But I, I learned today he's a. He's a minority owner in the Oakland days, so in a way, he's saving himself money when he makes these deals, too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> All right. So, Nico, here's the thing. So, in the last couple of days, you know, the Mets have last, you know, about week, they've traded Duda, they've traded Reed. They're They're going to try and get another player or two out of there. The problem with the deals that the Mets are making is – they're also asking teams to take on the salary. And so by doing that, the teams have told them, hey, you know, you're not getting our best prospects when you do that. And initially, Sandy Olsen told the Met fans, hey, I'll kick in money for the right prospects. Well, you made a trade with the Boston Red Sox. And to be honest, I don't care if three of your prospects, two of them single A, so, you know, when you tell me they're single A, it's not going to really help me that much. Two of them are way far down the path, and one's a triple A guy, and they're three of the top, their top 50. Well, that, again, for Addison Reed, that, you didn't really get much. And then I get, and I forget the other re- reliever's name that they picked up the other day, and that's why they could trade Reed. A.J. Ramos. Yes, A.J. Ramos, thank you. And when they picked up him... He's he's only on a one-year deal. So these are all still cost-saving measures by the Mets who still refuse to lock up most players. I wrote about it on Sportsology about how they're not locking up their starting pitching. And so, like, down the road, this is the Mets just like saying, yeah, you know, we had injuries early this year. We sort of gave up on the season. But we'll be back next year, you know, maybe the year after. But we're not going to spend a lot of money to do it, but we want you to spend money at the ballpark. And it's just, it's not the right way for a New York team to operate. It really doesn't, it makes me uneasy. It does. You know, I would like to see the Mets get Verlander. I mean, they, they need a, you know, yeah. a frontline uh, starting pitcher to go along with Thor when he comes back and the drum. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really need to pound the, uh, the nail on the head here. And they could have really drove it home with the commitment to win with Verlander. He's available, and uh, yep. I know they got a couple of prospects. Uh, Rosario, they just called up. Hopefully, he'll do something, but it's not going to do anything like Verlander would have did. I mean, they need wins. Yeah, I mean, I'm not counting them for this year, but hey, for Justin Verlander for next year would be great. But it just seems like the Mets are not worried about next year right now. And you know, if Lecroy gets traded, the Mets—I don't know who they're going to bring back a catcher. That's that's going to be a, a sore spot. And so, it's, like I said, it's just it's it's one of these times when. I get that a team's not going to win every year, but their window's closing with young players. It, it shouldn't happen that way, but it is happening that way. So that's, you know, that's that's kind of odd. Uh, interesting footnote, you know, the Phillies have, have won five in a row, and they still only have 39 wins. They still might lose 100 games 
even with a five-game winning streak, Mike. Now, that's that's still hard to do, but they have 64 losses. Now, it looks like Sam Fran has overtaken them with 66. So it looks like somebody's going to lose 100 this year. Yeah, and and we, we commented on, on our uh, webcast today that, you know, and we both know baseball pretty well, and when we look yeah. at the Phillies roster and don't recognize <laughs> any players, that that's a statement. I mean, we, we know, you know the pitchers they have, like Nolan, Eikhoff, yeah. but, I mean, really, there's not a lot there. There's some prospects, but for a team, you know, that's in transition from that Utley, Rollins, Ryan Howard era, it's taken them an awful long time for them to transition from there to a young group, and it's like, you know, fans will get pissed off after a while. They don't want to wait three, four, five years. Yeah. Um, they better hurry it up a little bit. No, it's true. And and this is the the problem when you do load up on prospects is unless you, you've got some on the fast track or unless you've got some guaranteed can't-miss guys, you're guessing. And when you guess wrong, and they have certainly guessed wrong on more than a few, it slows down the process. And so that's that's what we're we're looking at, I think, with the Phillies. And yeah, they're they're probably another two, three years away from really being anything. But right now, as we look at the standings, Nico, we're um, it looks like the Nationals will run away with it this year in the East. It looks like the uh, the Cubs have finally at least played good enough baseball to to either make a wild card or win the division. The Brewers will say something about that. So that's. That's what we're looking at with the National League with the Dodgers. Like those are the. It's. It seems like it's a three-team race in the National League. Well, you can't count out that National League West. They got the Arizona Diamondbacks and the yeah. Rockies in there. They're both fighting. Looks like both of those uh, wild cards are going to come from the National League West there. Yeah. Um, so it's it's going to be it's going to be a battle for the Cubs to win it. It's good to see the Cubs, the World Series champions, play like champions, and it looks like they are back in control of that Central there. Talking about the Phillies, though, I mean, for them to dump their ace pitcher, Hellickson, I mean, that just yeah. shows you, uh, you know, they won five in a row, but, you know, that's that's just uh, here today. It's going to be gone tomorrow. I mean, look for another, uh, like I said, a loss of maybe seven out of their next ten. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough way to go. There's no question about it. So, Mike, what do we think of uh, the Marlins at this point? Are we just counting down the days until Stanton gets traded? Because I knew when he became the highest-paid player, I probably made the joke to you that it won't last for long because they'll just trade him at some point because they trade everybody. Are we going to see him get traded? Well, the the only thing that I think prevents him from being traded, and I haven't heard any news on this front in the last few weeks, is that team's up for sale. You've had the Jeter group, the Jeff Bush group, the A-Rod group. It's like, okay, you you have – He's the only really good player. There's, you know, there was talk about them trading D. Gordon before before the deadline. It's like you know you've got to have something that somebody is going to want to have or want to keep to buy that team. So I think that sort of mitigates the possibilities of uh, of Stanton being traded in the in the immediate future. But yeah, I mean, if if I was him, I'd want to get out of that train wreck as quickly as possible. Yeah, presumably you'd want the stadium, but I don't think anybody wants that stadium. So no. interesting fact, Nico, a, um, an Aaron Judge jersey from his debut sold for $157,000. I like Aaron Judge as much as the next guy. I talked to Mike about him a couple of years ago when I got to see him in Double in A when I was doing a book signing up in Binghamton. He's improved so much. 
I don't know if I'm spending 150 grand on his jersey yet. I, I gotta, I gotta wait a few years here. Yeah, let him win the MVP, and then let him win the Rookie of the Year, and let him win a World Series, and then we could talk about uh, yeah how much his jersey costs. Yeah, because that's I was shocked to see that. I mean, it's it's it was a record-breaking sale, and but Mike, right now the uh, you know the Yankees are riding high there. They've got that deadlock in in first place. I still think the uh, the Red Sox will overtake them, but they're having an exciting season, probably more so than what you thought before the year started. I, at the beginning of the year, I would have agreed with you in regards to the Red Sox, but uh, first of all, that organization without David Ortiz has a gaping hole up the middle, uh, in the middle of their lineup. They didn't solve it at the, at the deadline. The only thing that they really added was Reed and, and Eduardo Nunez, and knowing from him being with the Yankees and the Twins and then the Giants, he's not a he's not a, a, a showstopper or a difference maker. Yeah. Um, but the dysfunction, I mean, you, you think that the Yankees in past years have, were dysfunctional? The dysfunction going on right now in Boston with this Eckersley-David Price thing and mm-hmm. the possibility that's out there the, of Price having Tommy John surgery which is is it's rumored right now. We don't know what's what's going on. I mean, I think they're in chaos right now, and I think if ironically it's it's the Yankees that like everything is uh, you know uh, flowers and lollipops. I, yeah. I, I think there's more pressure on the Red Sox with the money that they spent and and the players that they have than the Yankees. I think the Yankees are playing with house money because nobody expected them to win in 2017. It was always 2018 or 2019. So I think the pressure's on the Red Sox. Now Tampa pulling Lucas Duda, I mean they really could um they really could pull out a wild card. There is a possibility of that, Nico. Oh, we lost Nico. There is a possibility of that, Mike. Yeah, no, I, I, I think there's a possibility. I mean I, I I watched all four games of the Yankees and the and the Rays uh this week this weekend and uh the Yankees took three or four, which gave them a little bit of a uh some breathing room. I mean yeah. It's ironic. You've got a team there in Tampa. You consistently underestimate them. You look at their lineup at the beginning of the year and you say, how the hell is this team going to win? You know, they've got decent pitching, guys like Archer. But, you know, then all of a sudden Logan Morrison comes out of, any, out of nowhere and hits 20 home runs, and Steven Souza Jr. Is, is hitting home runs. It's like I don't know where they, they get these players from or how they automatically turn into good players, but they just seem to have that knack. But it's going to be tough. For them to battle for a wild card spot because Kansas City is uh, is moving pretty well right now. Now Kansas City just made an acquisition and I laughed. Do you know who they acquired? Uh, they got the pitcher. They got Cahill from the Padres. Well, they did, did they did that, but they also got Melky Cabrera, and uh, I I laugh at that because he doesn't even look like the guy he used to. He is like he he's got to have thirty pounds of muscle on him, but. He's a valuable guy to have down the stretch, Mike. Yeah, um, he's. I mean, ever since he was on the Yankees, wherever he's gone, he's had success with San Francisco, with the Blue Jays. You know, he's a professional hitter. Um, I, I, you know, I, it's funny because I, I don't like his attitude. He's very. He's uh, he, especially in the field. He, he's sort of standoffish, but you know, he's an, been an effective player, and I think. You know the, the the Royals needed that uh, flexibility. He can play center. He can play left. I, I think he can still still play center. He may he may be a little too slow to play it every day. But yeah, I mean he's an effective guy. They could DH him. They could use him in the outfield. That's a decent acquisition, depending on what they gave up for him. 
Now, Nico, the Indians are holding serve right now. They're in first place. KC, you know, made a move. I think the Twins are out of it. I haven't seen the. Did I miss anything? I don't see that the Indians have made a trade yet. No, the Indians have a great team. They're pretty much stacked. They need some pitching. They definitely yeah. need some starting pitcher. Their position players are are solid. Uh, you know, at all positions. Uh, when you look at Kansas City, the moves that they're making, I mean, they're they're going for it this year. I mean, that's an organization. They've been there. They've smelt it. Uh, they lost it last year, and now they're trying I mean, to make a comeback. And uh, they've got the horses. Uh, they just need another a couple of pitchers themselves. They gave it. They pretty much have traded away their bullpen. So uh, when it looks like they, you know, I don't know how they're this close, but you can tell that they. The reason like I could say they're playing so well is just like nobody really wants to uh, run away in mm-hmm. the Central. Even the Indians haven't, you know, they've been 9-1 yeah. and one over the last 10, but before then, you know, they, they couldn't buy a win. So uh, it's kind of up in the air right now. Well, they were in on Darvish, and, and I guess, Nico, they lost out, you know, to the Dodgers. But, like, you got to get aggressive. You have the Indians. I mean, you, you had this shot last year. You're not going to get this kind of shot every year. No, this is the year. Like I said, in Kansas City, I would be, uh, you know, uh, if I was Indians, behind my back because Kansas City has been there. Uh, they've got the experienced players. Um, and like I said, down the stretch, that's the team to worry about right there. If they get any kind of pitching at all, look out for those Royals. And it Come on, Russ. What? Come on. Yeah. The, the, the Indians went with the plan B after Darvish. They got – they got Joe Smith from the Blue Jays. I mean, that's that that's that's a deal that rocks the baseball world. Now, Joe Smith was he the same Joe Smith that pitched for the Mets once? I believe so. Yes. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Well. Yeah, he's not that good. <laughs> so, I, I I'm not excited about that. Now, the Houston Astros are the other team that's just been all world. I will say that Nico and I disagree on a lot of things, but when he pointed out. Carlos Correa to me, I paid attention, and he was right about him being one of the best players in the game. A couple of years ago, he was saying that, and he's certainly right about it now. But, I, again, Nico, I haven't seen an Astros trade. No. And they, like, they should have made a move for, like I said, a Darvis, a pitcher. He would have been a great for them cross town, just go from the Rangers to the Astros. Uh, Verlander, that would have been a great spot for Verlander yeah. to throw. I mean, the Astros, you know, they've been uh, – uh, riding uh, Dallas, um, you know, for too long. He's been hurt, and, you know, they're looking for him to coming back healthy. Uh, McCullers has basically hit the wall here in July. They really don't have a uh, a second and third starter there. They're going to be struggling down the line, but like I said, their offense is so good with Altuve. He's kind of the engine uh, that runs the uh, the ship, and Korea will be back here uh, shortly after his injury. So, yeah. They should be be putting some more runs on the board, but they're pitching. That's that's ex- that's what they need. I mean, now, Charlie Martin can only do so much for you. True. Now, Mike, the Seattle Mariners, who I I watched this past weekend against the Mets, do look like a pretty good team. I mean, Cano looks good. They've got some young power. They have some pitching. They need some help. They haven't really made that big trade, and you would think that they have to because they're only three games out. Now, they may be in on Irvin Santana. Maybe that's a good deal for them. But what do you think? I mean, what's the holdup for them? I think the holdup is they don't want to spend any more money. I mean, they spent they spent a ton of money on, 
you know, on a guy like Cano, on a guy yeah. like Nelson Cruz. You know, they, you know, they, they, you know, they're they're paying big money for King Felix. Yeah, I, I think I think the well is dry there. I think if they can find themselves a cost-effective move, you know, w- before August 31st, which is the waiver trade deadline, yeah. they might do that just to add somebody. But yeah, I mean, I, I if they, w- I, I think they're still in the race, and you know, they have they do have some talent there, but they they should have made they should have been proactive and made some kind of move. Uh, before the 4 p.m. deadline today. And, and by the way, the Astros, I mean, the, their impact move was adding Francisco Lariano, whose ERA is over five. Oh, and that's right. I, I did see Lariano moved, and, yeah, that that didn't excite me. You're right. I forgot uh, about yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, and you don't know if he's a starter, which he showed that he wasn't with the Blue Jays, or if, he's, if he goes to the bullpen. But it's like yeah. that's, not the, that's not the move. That's not the capper type of move you want the Astros no. to make. Especially with Keuchel and the fact that you know he's been on the DL what once or twice this year. You know, if, if they lose him, all this great season that they've had is down the drain. I think. Yeah, and and it looks like Seattle got a guy named Zach Lee who, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. don't. And Mrs. Mrs. Lee doesn't know who he is. There you go. <laughs> it's just so it's it's a weird deadline. I mean, yeah, Zach Lee is one and zero this year with a five point six three. So whatever. I mean, but this is this is a weird year. This is like a few teams are going for it, Nico, and the other ones know that know that they're in it. Now Washington did acquire somebody. Who who did the Nationals get? They got they bullpen got the pitchers. Help. They got, they got they loaded kids. up on their bullpen. You right. Know what I mean? They they cleaned up. They cleaned up with. Doolittle. Yeah, they got a few guys. I know that. I have to. Yeah, they got Doolittle, they got Matson, they yeah. have Brandon Kinsler today. Yeah. So they uh, they added a few a few. Yeah, players. Matson was the first one who still can throw some pretty good heat and and yeah, so actually they've they've maybe solved their bullpen problem, but Nico, did they really solve it? Like is this a team that's going to go bullpen by committee and try and win a World Series with that? No, I think Kinsler's going to get it. I mean, you can okay. see what he did for the Twins. I mean, he basically yeah. won over 20 games for the Twins and put them basically in, in contention there. Uh, I don't know what they were thinking letting him go, but uh, obviously, like I said, the Nationals knew what they were getting, yeah. and they went after him, and they got him. So I think they're solid. I mean, they've got starting pitching. they got now relief pitching. they got hitters. I mean, if anyone can beat the Dodgers, it's the Nationals. Except they're missing their ace, Steven Strasburg, who's hurt again. Mm-hmm. And, Mike, I kind of wonder – I always told you that a couple of years ago with Davey Johnson, when they shut him down, I think that was their year to win the World Series, and they, they wouldn't let him pitch in the playoffs. Davey Johnson lost his cool, eventually lost his job. Uh, is, is it going to be like this up and down now? They're just going to try and preserve Strasburg for the rest of his career? Because he was 10-3 and already this year. Like It just seems like the innings limit thing is killing him even though they may feel they're getting production out of him, I just feel like you're sort of getting like half production out of him. I, I don't feel like they're getting the same pitcher. Like he pitched 34 games in 2014. I don't think he's ever going to pitch 34 games again. Start 34. Yeah, games. I mean, I mean, they try. They're they're trying to protect him by by limiting the wear and tear on that arm. But you know, he may just be somebody who, you know, you just. Just put him out there, and if he gets hurt, he gets hurt. I mean, he's yeah. a talented pitcher, but you know, you can't. There's no way to avoid the, the the stress that's put on that arm by throwing 97, 98 miles an hour. Now, now yeah. besides the bullpen guys, they did add Howie Kendrick, but this yeah. isn't the Howie Kendrick of the of the L.A. Angels of Anaheim. No. 
years ago. This is a guy who I don't think he was really making much of an impact with the Phillies, but he wasn't. Know, I mean, and I watched him a bit. I mean, they they were. I, I think the Phillies were just putting him in as a plug, to be honest. A little bit of power, a, a, you know, a cheap plug. That's what he was. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's going to be tough. You know, it's going to be tough for anybody to beat the Dodgers, but. Um, I, I think the other the other team that I was wasn't sure if you were going to bring them up is, is the, the Cubs did, you know they added to their bullpen, uh, yeah. they they added a catcher the, the you know after Miguel Montero mouthed off against Jake Arrieta they needed a backup catcher uh, after Contreras so they they got Alex Avila from from Detroit yeah. and they got Justin Wilson so you know they added they added a couple a couple pieces and you know the core of that team is still there and they're oh no know, they're they're going to have a chance you're right I mean they they were smart. I was actually kind of hoping they would get Rivera from the Mets, but the Mets didn't uh, make a trade with the Cubs. I don't know why. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think the Cubs are right in it. I was looking at the Strasburg situation. Right now he's making $18 million this year, and he's got 20 starts. Like It's just like if he doesn't come back for the postseason, boy, that's going to hurt. Well, I think they're, they're probably going to – you know what's the point? You know you're you're going to win first place in the division. What's yeah. the point right now to bring them back? Bring them back in the first week of September. Let them get five or four or five yeah. starts before the playoffs. Preserve the arm and just pray to God that he stays healthy. <laughs> it does seem like it's the uh, the trick. Uh, I to see the extent of the injury, Mike, but I know you follow the Blue Jays intently. Uh, Troy Tulowitzki, we kind of knew that he would be getting injured any year now. What's what's the uh, the deal with him? Well, they he he rolled his ankle. They thought it was a severe sprain, and now they think there might be some ligament damage. And there's yeah. no and there's no uh, indication of how long. I mean, uh, you know, I I followed Troy Tulowitzki's career for forever. He always has a serious injury. He always yes. gets limited to about 400 at bats. He probably was a, on a Hall of Fame pace until he got traded to the Blue Jays, and I think his his career has pretty much been derailed and you know the, he he's an albatross the contract that he has is a complete albatross i think he's yep. got three more years at around 20 million bucks and you know good luck and we know that the blue jays are basically they say they're retooling but we know that ross atkins and uh uh the former gm from the indians are there mark shapiro are there to tear that team down and rebuild it with prospects because but they don't want to say that you're going to see Donaldson. You're going to see some other guys traded out in the next, I'd say, 12 to 18 months. But they don't want to say that because they're raising ticket prices right now. Yep. Nico, what do you think? That's a good point. The Blue Jays are on a, uh, on a, I guess, a purge. You can say I, I'm surprised they let uh, uh, Inca, Incarcion go last year. He was a big, a big slugger for them, and they they really had a team that could compete until they let him go. All right, so here's the surprising thing, and we'll kind of close out on this. So with the Mets, they still have Curtis Granderson, expiring contract, Neil Walker, expiring contract, Jay Bruce, having a great year, expiring contract, Isdrubal Cabrera, expiring contract. Mike, how does a GM justify this? I don't know. I I, I think Sandy Alderson's insane because no team in their right mind is going to let Jay Bruce uh, through waivers to go to the no. competition. He's going to get blocked. So yeah. how can you – so you've got these guys, either you're going to re-sign them or you're going to lose them for, for nothing or for a draft pick. Right. What is he thinking? I don't know. 
Yeah, to me, that's that's the part that's going to leave Met fans hollow is those guys because they're not in the race and they're not getting anything for them. Nico, shouldn't you get everything you can, just like we were talking about before, Nico, for guys like this with expiring deals, even if it's just one player from the minors or maybe you do kick in some money and get a better player? Like at some point, don't the Mets have to do that? Don't they owe that to their fan base? Because their guy, obviously, 27 home runs. Somebody's going to use them uh, down the stretch here, but like you said, nobody wanted them. Nobody wanted his uh, salary, and uh, you know, a little bit too inconsistent. Their home run or, or nothing. And, um, so it, it just troubles. What I see the Mets doing is just let them all go next year. I don't think either one of them will. Yeah, they're not going to re-sign them all. They're all. I think they're all going to go. We'll, we're going to end it there. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, it's been a pretty good trade deadline, and we'll see what happens now with the uh, with the waiver deadline. That's it for the game, and we'll uh, catch everybody next time. That's right. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.